You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV for 16 and Pregnant. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's 16 and Pregnant After Show. I'm getting a little tired of your broken promises, promises, looking at your pages. I love this song, Isn't I have got great? to say. <laughs> if, you, if you can tell me right now you don't know every word, I know you're lying. I know every single word. Yeah. <laughs> this is the best really. song ever. It really is. It takes me back. It truly does. Hey guys, welcome to the After Show for 16 and Pregnant, Season 5, Episodes 9 and 10. We've got a double feature for you guys. I'm Sterling Cates, and with me, the lovely Tiffany Williams. Hello, hello. So we're going to kind of break down both of these episodes. We've got Jordan from Season, in Episode 9, not Season 9. And uh, Savan in season ten. So we'll, t- I mean, not season ten. I keep saying season that. ten. Season yeah, let's just skip right ahead. Five seasons. Um, season so, five, oh. episode nine and ten. Right. So we'll start off with Jordan. If you want to, you know, just yep. kind of get so, into that uh, episode nine. Which, by the way, it was a doozy that we got two episodes. We mm-hmm. were lucky to get to see two episodes this time, and they're normally just one. Right. And it looks like next week will be the same way. Exactly. And it also looks episodes. like that might be wrapping up our season of yeah. 16 and Pregnant, but we'll right. see. Yeah. Um, this episode, episode nine, we were introduced to Jordan Cashmere. She's mm-hmm. a teenager who lives in Baltimore, Maryland, uh, just graduated high school. Okay. Uh, was living with her parents. She met her boyfriend on Twitter. That is crazy how Isn't people meet on social media these days. It's crazy, but that's uh, the world we live in. Yeah, now. and we see it on Catfish. You never know if you um, never know people what you're are get. actually who they are. And it's kind of scary, but also at the same time, it's kind of nice. You know, you have people online dating, finding love in new ways, but it can be, you know. I guess it's like the thrill of, of the unknown. Yeah. Of dating online. You just slash, never know like, what you're going to get. Slash desperation, maybe. Or, <laughs> you know, well, you get to a certain point and you're just like, man, maybe I should let try Let me online. find my boo on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but don't you have to follow each other to be able to direct message? You know, the kids are kind of crafty these days. They yeah. do a quick <laughs> DM me real quick. Yeah. Let's talk. Yeah. All right. Gotcha. You know, I've met, <laughs> I've met people through Twitter. I've had, like, lunch dates. Not, not really? romantically, no, but, like, but business. Oh, like, networking. Networking, gotcha. yeah. So I could see how that could translate into yeah. romance. Okay. But considering that he was out of state when they met, I don't know how this worked out. But so anyways, Jordan is living with her parents, just graduated from high school. And her boyfriend, Derek, gets a scholarship. Uh, it looks like he played lacrosse for a college in the city that she lives in. So mm-hmm. he moves in with her parents. Gotcha. And guess what happens next? What? A baby. <laughs> oh. So they get, she gets pregnant and, uh, Derek immediately quits his, uh, quit school mm-hmm. because he feels like he has to work now, takes up a temporary job, a seasonal job. Okay. And eventually the job ends. Dad gets pissed off. He's like, you gotta go. And so Jordan, being the in love young lady that she is, she left with 
the boyfriend. She didn't want to separate their family, so right. she decided to leave the house. Why did the job end? Did he seasonal. It was a oh, seasonal job. It looked like he might have been working at a restaurant or something. Um, but uh, anyways, it left, and it... It's as soon as it left, the, the family kind of had to move out because right. they're, I guess the dad was probably already dad pissed. Dad didn't support it. Yeah, we de- we never saw their parents throughout this episode at all because there is such a, a horrible relationship between Jordan and her parents because they didn't support the boyfriend. So okay. she left. They were homeless, living at his friend's house. Wow. On the floor, sleeping on the floor. Uh, and she's pregnant with a belly out to here. So the do you think would the parent even though they had a bad relationship with the parents would the parents have kept were would have been able to keep Jordan in the house if she had wanted to. I did. Would I do think that that would have been the case, which you don't they don't emphasize this, the fact that this was a choice of hers mm-hmm. throughout the episode. It kind of makes her parents look like the evil parents right. for not being supportive. When really it was just it was in love taking a stand against them for kicking him out Mm -hmm. which it's like a horrible it's not even their son in the first place right it's a horrible point for her to try to make considering that she's so pregnant and so uncomfortable so throughout the episode we kind of see them hopping from place to place and looking for places to live which Mm -hmm. was horrible early on in this episode they discuss birth control and how jordan isn't Mm -hmm. on it right and then condoms are also not an option because derek Hates the word. He he feels like it's a punishment to even hear that word. How do you hate word. the word condom and is what like I really don't understand. A horrible idea. I don't know how you hate it, especially when you have a baby that you're not ready to have exactly. on the way. And we've talked about this in previous weeks of and discussing episodes of 16 and Pregnant. We never really get to hear about um, the girls and the uh, fathers talking about um, birth control and why or why not they're not on it. Last week we saw she said she um, didn't want to gain weight or it would make her lose her hair or whatever that was. But it really does um, it's interesting to me how so many of them aren't on birth control or using any types of birth control but I guess if they were they wouldn't be on the show. They wouldn't be on the show but they also wouldn't be pregnant right? which is not so and, not so bad of a yeah. thing. But they never really discuss the reasoning behind why they don't do it whether it's price or physical effects right. or anything like that. They're, or they, it's never the, they hate the word condom. They're offended by the word condom. Yeah, it's that like a is punishment. never the case. I've never heard that before. It's kind of strange because like there are either some gross misinterpretations about the effects of birth control pills that kind of keep them away from it or the fear of the side effects and you know truth be told birth birth control pills can i've seen girls go crazy Mm -hmm. on birth control pills just because like the 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 spike in hormones can be a that's true something to manage but i mean i would rather manage that than a baby for I've 18 baby. years. Yeah. Um, so anyways, early on, we also met Jordan's friend, Sugar, who uh, seemed to really have her head on straight. She was a very straight-to-the-point, honest girl who also graduated around the same time as Jordan and also got pregnant around the same time mm. as Jordan, except she decided to have an abortion. Okay. So Sugar is really to the point. Like, uh, And Derek refers to her as negative. Mm-hmm. Because she kind of finds 
all of the the bad things about any situation. Sugar is she will negative tell you. or is she just being realistic? I feel like you know I kind of was wondering this because throughout the episode she was able to find something wrong with everything. So, so it, it does kind of... it does look a little negative, but at the same time it's kind of that friend that you need. Yeah, that's gonna be honest with you. But um, she basically questioned her reasonings for doing this, and and I think Jordan kind of had a, a feeling of. Seeing their lives going in different paths. They had grown up together. So mm-hmm. it was kind of sad to see. Sad to watch that. Um, Pamela and Tammy, we got introduced to also pretty early in the episode because um, Jordan was sick of staying with Derek's friends. So Pamela was Jordan's grandmother and Tammy was her aunt. They went to their house to see if they could find a place to stay. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was one of the more awkward moments of the episode because they said no yikes (laughs) when your grandmother says that you can't live with her it's kind of so obviously her parents had gotten to the grandmother before they did well her parent her grandmother was like i'm really sad that this is happening to you but i just don't have any space here and it's like you know what do you do when you have your grandmother of all people (laughs) and your aunt they're like you can't stay here and it was just two of them in a house but she's like there's no room Mm -hmm. and it's like it seems like a theme within that family because I would almost feel obligated to take in At my 18 year old. like sleep on the floor or I know, something. But they gave her like 20 bucks for gas. Oh, good. <laughs> and, That'll help raise a child. Right. But I, I mean, I thought I would, I would feel almost obligated to take in a loved one. Would you? Right. Yeah. I mean, obviously you would want to do whatever you can for someone you love. It sounds like they kind of have a similar mentality as the parents and they want to kind of stay on the same page. With They don't want to uh, go against whatever her parents had said. Right. You know, because it's not their place. I don't know how close that family is anyway. Right. doesn't sound like they're very close it or very loving. It doesn't seem like they're very close or right. loving. And Derek also says that throughout the episode that this is a very unique situation, that people's families just don't throw them out of, right. of the it house. Right. It definitely while you're... is. It doesn't matter. I mean, we've seen time and time again on this show, yes, parents are very disappointed in their kids for getting themselves into this situation. But at the same time, we see more often than not that they're allowed to stay in the house and that they will support them in some respect. Right. Um, whether they are happy with the situation or not. So, the, And th- there's that side of it. And then there's the other side that that says, like, you know, there's no handbook that says just because I get pregnant that it's now your problem right. or everyone else in my family's the, I, problem. It's a, fl- it's a family. It's not... You know, you can't ever forget that no matter what happens. Right. Um, so uh, they still had no place to stay. Kind of hopping around. She stayed with Sugar at night. She stayed with a friend at night. And uh, eventually Derek found Wi-Fi. Oh, good. And gave his dad a FaceTime phone call. His dad lives in Texas. His name is Dwayne. And uh, his dad was pretty to the point and direct as well because uh, Derek, throughout the episode, plays video games quite a lot mm-hmm. and um it just seems like he on has phone. on whatever he can just okay. play around with yeah so it seems like he has no fire under his butt whatsoever when it comes to getting a job to pay for this baby and his dad seems like he's quite familiar with his son so he's saying you know guess what kid the struggle is real out here it really is um and he offers to fly them to texas early on but her insurance doesn't cross over and i was also wondering like how are they paying for medical expenses and doctor visits right. and everything so i guess that's their only kind of foundation Insurance. yeah 
that they have. So they can't go to Texas yet. So the dad offered to have them stay with his friend, Tracy, who has three kids of her own as a single mom, as it appears, and uh, had a, a living room space for them to crash in. Mm-hmm. They go there. Tracy's really, you know, nice and welcoming. They don't know her well. I think Derek... I mean, and also, before we continue, this single mom raising three kids takes them in, and their aunt, grandmother, parents wouldn't. Right. I mean, that's just ridiculous. It is ridiculous, and it it was crazy because she didn't even know her. Right. Like, she has no obligation to these people. So, uh, oddly enough, Jordan was hesitant to take her up on the offer. She's like, let me think about it. I need to. They're like, do we need to? No, you don't have anywhere to live. Think it over, and Derek is kind of like, yeah, it's better than sleeping on the floor at whoever's house. Anyways, they decide to move in but the place is kind of a mess so there's like poop on the floor and then like there's a right where i saw like a kid toy and then there's like a hardened dog poop somewhere else so they did a lot of cleaning (laughs) to get the place ready for the baby that is disgusting i know and that can't be sanitary for babies and and everything it's not sanitary but i have seen worse on these episodes that's so true it's so Okay. Anyways, <laughs> uh, Sugar comes back into the picture, and uh, they're having a car ride. Sugar's the one that's going to throw them a baby shower, and the conversation that they have in the car is uh, Sugar pondering what it's like to be pregnant, and she asks, uh, do people who get pregnant... I thought Sugar was pregnant. Before, but she got oh, rid of oh, it pretty early. Oh, right, right, right. She had abortion. She says, do people who get pregnant want it more? And then she also says, is it possible to get pregnant while you're already pregnant. Oh, jeez. What do you think the answer to that is? Uh, the answer is yes. <laughs> I, I googled it, and it turns out you can get pregnant while you're while already, you're already pregnant. pregnant. With like, another baby? With another baby. So you could have twins actually from different dads. Wow. But it has to, it's called superfetation. It's, it happens really early in the pregnancy, and it's also very rare. When he asked me that, I was like, oh, I'm going to say a stupid answer. And then he told me what I was like thinking. I was I was not expecting that. To it's kind of weird. I didn't think so either. I yeah. thought that was like an obvious no. Yeah, obvious no. It turns out that actually you can get sugar pregnant. if you're watching. Here's your answer. <laughs> I hope you're in medical school. You're watching. Um, oddly enough, too. How how often has that happened? It's think? very rare. Yeah. It's very rare. I think they said only like a. It's happened to like a handful, right, of women. Um, but it's kind of odd. Can you imagine being pregnant with two baby daddies? Wait, I thought for sure that wasn't possible. You know, maybe it's not. Maybe you might want to double check like me. I've seen that before. But it's called okay. superfetation. So uh, maybe it's just like a super it's a, strange situation that happens. I think it is super. Well, hey, you learn something new every day. <laughs> I think it is super strange. <laughs> um, so, anyways, uh, they had the baby shower. That gave them the only things that they own. Mm-hmm. And um, the the option of abortion or adoption never came up. Like, that was never something that's considered, which is also odd for me to see during all, most of these episodes. They never talk about right. adoption. Uh, whether, yeah, adoptions in the, yeah. Is an option. So she actually was looking forward to being a mom and was happy about it. Um, and eventually, during this episode, the car, which was the other thing that they own, was called Bertha minivan kind of shot bertha it didn't want to start Uh uh-oh and it was snowing cold outside of course it was and uh (laughs) they were a mile away from where they needed to be 
And so guess what? Baby Daddy of the Year does for Baby Mama. Nothing. Makes her walk. Oh, no. Over a mile <laughs> in the freezing cold. Yikes. God, it was... Uh, Such a good boyfriend. It's awful. First, he do- First, they're pregnant because he hates the word condom. And then he makes her walk a mile in the snow. <laughs> and she never really fusses pretty early on. Okay. She just kind of goes with the flow. I guess that's kind of what you have to do when you are pregnant yeah because you do have many bigger issues so i guess walking a mile is water under the bridge yeah i mean you're homeless your mind is probably used to walking quite a bit (laughs) after (laughs) so after they walk home she was pretty emotional obviously right um because he doesn't have a job still plays video games and doesn't really understand why she's so stressed out yeah i mean what else could they be worried about there's life's pretty good right now (laughs) I, which is always the case with these boys. Like, they yeah, never they really never get it. They never really get the urgency. So, anyways, they have this fight, uh, and he kind of ends it with, You're stuck here. I can leave if I want to. Wow. Like, That's so messed up. So, he actually leaves, leaves her after that and goes on about his business just for the day. But still, who says that? Right. That's really disrespectful, first of all, to talk. To anyone, let alone someone who's carrying your child. Oh my god, it was kind of it was kind of sad watching that because that those are like horrible words to end on. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, he comes back, apologizes. They're all sweet, whatever. Um. And the baby, they start having contractions. Time to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And it's up to her to make the decision of whether or not she wants to invite her parents to the hospital room, and she doesn't. Which is like, I mean, would you invite them? Someone they weren't supportive at all and kicked you out of the house, let you live on the streets while you're pregnant? They didn't kick her out. They kicked her out. She made the choice. She made the choice to leave. But, I but guess, if you were her parents, would you have let her leave? You can't stop an 18 year old. She's grown. I, yeah, I guess that's true. She's a grown up. Um, but she didn't want them to come because I guess that would be awkward anyways to try to patch up at that time. So, uh, but to me, it's like you only have one birth of your first right. child. So, do you think she should have invited them? It's hard to say because we never saw her parents or their relationship. Yeah, so I guess we don't knows? know all the details of right their relationship. They could really hate each other. I, I imagine they must hate each other if, if you she let didn't your invite daughter them. go pregnant, right. homeless. Yeah, but who knows? Who and, knows? Yeah, I mean, if the the details aren't given, so we can't make any judgments about it. But there's obviously something going on if she didn't invite them. Right. Um, so anyways, after the baby is born, uh, the house that they're living in already has three kids. And you can tell that it's a bit crowded in and, that house. And the lady is fine with them being there with the baby. Well, there becomes, there starts to have, they start to have some friction. Uh, she ends up texting them that they need to be quiet because the baby's crying all night. Yeah. And uh, Jordan chose to breastfeed because she doesn't have money to pay for formula, yeah. which was also, you know, every time the baby cries, she was actually feeding him every 30 minutes throughout the night, one thirty, two o'clock, 2.30. And it was painful to watch. And every time the baby cried, she wanted to, to hold him. And eventually... Derek put his foot down about that because he wanted to train the baby that every time you cry, you're not going to be held. held. Which, I mean, how old is the baby at this point? Newborn. Yeah. 
So I don't even know how you deal with that situation. That ended up making Jordan break down because she was so sad to see her baby cry. Yeah. And she didn't want to let it cry. I mean, how do you handle that? I mean, I have no idea how you could just watch a baby <laughs> Sterling, cry. how do you? <laughs> I have no experience with the matter, but I can just imagine if I see a baby crying, I don't want to just watch it right. cry. Especially it's a newborn. It has no idea what's going on. It's not going to remember you not holding it that one time. Right. You well, know? and I think it also has to be conditioned to know that you can't be held every time you cry. Because yeah. Because otherwise you just cry all the all time. All the time. Um, so anyways, they kind of had a little fight about that. And I don't know how that ended. They cut to the next scene with Sugar, mm-hmm. who's our brutally honest friend. Um, we like Sugar. Actually, pre- do we like Sugar? I liked Sugar, yeah, I but so. <laughs> I was gonna say you didn't respond when I said. That but Sugar saying. made me like sad, yeah, because she was so honest. Um, but a, a little bit before that, actually, Dwayne. Okay, I'm skipping forward. Tracy is gonna get kicked out of her house, or her lease is ending. That's who she's staying with. So they're about to be homeless again, and um, so Tracy's like, "You guys have to go at the end of the month because I'm I have to move out too." Here they are again, homeless, and trying to find someone else to support them. Mm-hmm. So uh, Derek calls his dad again, and his dad actually offers to fly them out to Texas again, which seems like a better option now yeah. because the baby's already here, and he could actually give them a job, give them both jobs at the cable company that he works at. Okay, which is like a. a it seems this seems, seems like, like a good things good route. are looking up here, and it it seems like they are until Sugar comes in the picture, and Sugar is Sugar. like, "You're gonna go all the way to Texas by yourself. You don't know anyone there. What happened? So, what is everyone you know doing for you now? Exactly. You don't have anything there. You have everything here. So, what's gonna happen? You when have he... everything. You're homeless. I know. That's what I was thinking too. What's gonna happen when he leaves you or gets sick of you? What are you gonna do then? This is sugar well at least she has a job at the cable company leave it to sugar to find something okay wrong. i don't love sugar anymore <laughs> so uh so anyways uh Derek kind of agreed that she was a debbie downer um but i think that kind of put some thoughts into jordan's head actually on the on the website there was a poll about whether or not jordan should move to texas and 55 percent said yes 45% said no. Oh, wow. Uh, which is kind of weird that it was split. Yeah, that's interesting. But um, eventually they did end up moving to Texas, and that was the end of the episode. We didn't find out we don't know what happens after about them, but I did look on Twitter, and uh, it turns out that they are still together. That's good. And moved back to Baltimore. Okay. Derek is working in roofing, and uh, no idea what Jordan is doing, but it's she was tweeting about her to buy list things that she wanted to purchase so it seems like they have a pretty steady cash flow happening okay that's good it's always good to hear so that was uh, well i'm glad they moved to texas to get um you know kind of somewhat on their feet little stable action um it seems i feel like they should have done that in the first place right i get the whole insurance thing but i mean when you think about the conditions that you're living in with a newborn i feel like his dad would have been way more supportive than any Thing they could, than anything they had in Baltimore. There is either that option. Um, she didn't want to give up everything that she had, but I think she was being a little bit stubborn by moving out of her parents' house. I think I no, personally yeah. think she should have just stayed at home. That obviously wasn't the the most mature decision that she could have made, right? But um, it was a decision made out of love. 
Yeah, with a guy that doesn't <laughs> like condoms. <laughs> it's always a good start. Yeah. All right. Okay, before we get into Savan, I just want to say really quickly, our girl, Maria Menunos has a new book out, The Every Girl's Guide to, to Diet and Fitness. I've been reading this book. It's really awesome. It has a lot of cool recipes, um, lots of interviews with celebrities, and it's pretty much just what's cool about it is that it's a lifestyle of just being active, eating healthy. And not one of those crash diets, like if you do this in seven days, you'll be 20 pounds lighter. But it's like, if you consistently are healthy, active, you're going to have a much happier and healthier life. I like the book. It's, it's um, really good. It's really good. And Maria is really open and honest about her life. And she kind of invites you into her life and daily routine, which mm-hmm. is kind of fun to read about her method to the madness. Right. I mean, if it's realistic for me to get a bikini body, I am all about it. So, (laughs) yeah. Okay, well, let's move into Savan. So, this is episode 10 um, because we got two new episodes this week. And um, so, she's in Marietta, Georgia. She is a junior in high school. And she's juggling with uh, being pregnant, being a student, and being a girlfriend, like most of the. people People on this show are and um what's different about savan um from some other some of the other girls we've seen is that um as soon as pretty much um she had sex with the baby daddy his name is eli um he disappeared he didn't like her at all they weren't in any sort of relationship they pretty much she pretty much just used he used her for sex essentially and then he left he was known as like a ladies man um, one not in the picture at all. He didn't like her for her. They didn't even know each other, basically. Wow. So he just kind of picked up and left. And even when she told him that she, she was pregnant, he immediately said, get an abortion. Um, I don't want anything to do with it if you don't, whatever. And later we'll see, I'm um, skipping ahead a little bit, but it's on the same topic of Eli because really this is it for him in this episode. He's not, he, we never see him or anything. Um, she had texted him after the baby was born and, um, he didn't ever respond to her text message. Wow. So that's just goes to show his involvement in that whole thing. And it's really sad to see because she is a junior in high school and she, you know, she talks a little bit about how she knows it, he was the wrong guy, um, you know, decided to do it too soon, the whole thing, wrong guy, and then it, it kind of traumatized her because she got pregnant by it. I wonder, I, I mean, to me, that seems like the worst case scenario. Yeah. Because oh, 100%. Like, we're just talking about how these two were homeless, but they did have each other, and she did have a, a baby daddy that was in it to win it right. for the long haul. So then being ditched completely with a baby sounds like the worst case scenario right. to me. Well, and the thing is, is that he was already out of the picture before she even found out she was pregnant. Uh, like, he, they they had sex, and then he she never heard from him again. Yeah. So it's kind of just one of those. Was it a one night stand? I think they had sex twice. Okay. Um, two night stand. Yeah, two night stand. But regardless, he was not a good person or is involved. But anyway, so she was in high school, had good grades. She was raised pretty well. She lives with um, her aunt and her two cousins in Marietta, Georgia. Um, she plays basketball. She wants to go to college, play sports. Um, her dream is to be a singer songwriter. Um, she has a lot going, you know, a lot going on for her. She has a supportive family. Um, but she has a boyfriend named Maui and they met 
like why I had to rewind and make sure that that was right, but it is correct. Maui Wowie. Yeah. Maui Wowie. Um, who I really like. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is. The past two episodes I've really we tra- liked. The we've guys. transferred. I know. You've re- you're really rubbing off on me. Um but so she lives with her aunt and the cousins. The aunt is supportive. She's able to live with the aunt, but the aunt is very clear about um I'm not gonna babysit. I'm not gonna be financially responsible for this child. Um I'm gonna live my life, but you know, I'll help out, you know, when I can. So it's not like I'm all in, you know. She's like, I'm not going to pick him up from daycare. Like, you're responsible for this 100%. Right. So, which I think is good because it's like, oh, wow, I really don't have any help. Right. But, and we kind of see throughout the episode, the aunt obviously doesn't leave her stranded. Mm-hmm. Um, she definitely helps support her, but she's like, you got to pay me back. So. Well, good. That teaches her some responsibility. It's yeah. not just a handout. Yeah. The aunt's pretty funny. And, you know, we see her when they're in the baby store. She's hula hooping and she's trying to get um, Savon to hula hoop with her. And she's just kind of like rocking back <laughs> and forth with her big belly. It's kind of funny. Um, Wait so, a minute. So Maui. Yeah. So let's talk about Maui for a little bit. So they started dating um, before Savon found out she was pregnant. But they hadn't been intimate at all. They have never had sex. Um, they haven't done anything intimate. They had been dating for a few weeks before she found out she was pregnant. And by this point, Eli was already out of the picture. She was never with Eli. Mm-hmm. They just had sex and unknowingly got pregnant. Right. And then uh, then later, she started dating Maui, and um, and she found out she was pregnant. And obviously, it's not Maui's because... They haven't had sex before. Wow. So, and Maui's sticking around? So, yeah. So, this is why I love him so much. Oh, so, God. So, Maui just started college. So, she's a junior in high school. But Maui just started college. He's not the baby's d- daddy. Um, he plays football in college. And he has a job. Go, Maui. And he's just starting college when the episode starts. So, he's gone during the week. But he comes back every weekend to hang out with Savon and kind of be there and this whole thing. He's there. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's insane. What is motivating so, Maui to stick around? So here's the thing. Um, I think they just genuinely like each other um, because she's been open about um, how she's been, like, traumatized by having sex because she had sex with this guy and she got pregnant and he left her and she's just very traumatized as you know you would expect Mm -hmm. by this whole situation so she's open with him about how she's like not ready to have sex or be intimate anytime soon and he's still there so he's there the whole pregnancy like he is with her do you think any of that could have been motivated by the show i was thinking that at the very end i'll tell you why when we get there um but I don't know. He does seem like I want to not. I want to believe that he's genuinely nice. And she always talks about how um, the reason she likes Maui is that he is so honest and so genuine, and he's just a super sweet guy. And he talked. He talked a little bit about how. Um, I mean, he couldn't blame her for getting pregnant because it's not like she cheated on him. And it's not like, you know, she did all these things because this was before they started dating. Right. It was just poor timing. Mm -hmm. And she obviously regrets 
all happening, um, you know, being with Eli. Um, she wishes that she had given Maui a chance before all of that had happened because if she had, then it wouldn't be in the situation because they were friends before. Maui and Savon were friends before um, they started dating because they both played basketball and they, like, they knew each other through that. So I really like Maui, but we never see Savon really show any emotion, and I think she is like I said, just very traumatized by it. I think she's very defensive, not being very open. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's kind of in shock. It kind of seems like the whole episode, she was just kind of looking around everywhere <laughs> she was. She never really talked much. Um, and she never was doing anything to get prepared for the baby. She was always just either like going, hanging out with Maui or going to get a drink, oh, not a drink, but like a coffee or something <laughs> yeah. with her friends and just talking about it. And every time she was sitting down talking about it, she was always like, yeah, I don't have anything prepared. I don't have an overnight bag or any of this stuff. And I was thinking, why don't you do that instead of going oh, to get food? Yeah, I just didn't see. That makes too much sense, Sterling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I could just shake some of these people. I, I would start with Maui. I would yeah. start with shaking so, Maui. So, she, so obviously she's worried that Maui would end things with her because of the pregnancy, because he's not the baby's daddy, um, and because they hadn't had sex or been intimate. I feel like what's his, like, motivation to be in this kid's life unless he's just you know an awesome person unless a a casting director or producer (laughs) put him there for the sake of the story yeah and she obviously feels very uncomfortable and awkward that it's not his baby and even when he like tries to hug her she kind of turns the belly away and like it's kind of, it's, I bet she's kind of embarrassed and yeah. uncomfortable about the whole scenario. Yeah, and I mean, this Maui character has a whole, his whole life he together. Has it going I on. I mean, he plays football in college. Um, he has a job. He has his life together. And I feel like he probably has other opportunity, other options. I'm sure. At college. Um, but he seems pretty loyal. Like, an, it never came up that he was cheating on her by mm. any means. Um, so, and just a side note, Eli, who's the baby's daddy, has other kids that he doesn't take care of, like by other women. So this is not a new thing for him. I just can't get over it. It's oh my goodness. It's one of the biggest pet peeves of mine. He's, he's not taking. He's not even responding to her at all. That's just red flags all around. Yeah, I mean, obviously, awkward. Is, can't she turn him in or something? Well, definitely, he's gonna have to pay child support for that baby. Yeah, legally, he has to support well, the baby. Well, we never see. I wish we saw in this episode more of her trying to get some of that because this baby needs diapers. This baby needs, you know, a car seat, a crib. It sleeps in the. He sleeps in the bed with her. Um, which is dangerous. That's yeah. like a number one no no because well, she doesn't have a crib. She doesn't have anywhere. She's sleeping at her aunt's house. Um, and the aunt is doing what she can to support her, but she wants all of her money back. So Savon doesn't have a job. She right. has no source of income. Um, I really wanted to see them go after, like, at least her aunt, like, go after this Eli person. Well, technically they can't until... The baby's born? Yeah, so that they can do... He probably... Well, they didn't even talk about it after the baby was born either. Really? Like, trying to get child support or anything. Yeah, that would be, like, number one thing. Yeah. And so while she's pregnant, she is like 30 weeks pregnant or more than that at this point. And so she obviously, you know, is 100% showing. It's pretty big belly. And um, she's trying to find a job. 
even before she goes looking for jobs. She goes looking for jobs. And this, I kind of like giggled a little because <laughs> the aunt, the aunt is like in the room with her while she's getting ready to go look for jobs, and she tells her that employers aren't probably are probably not going to hire her because she's pregnant and they'll think she won't be able to find a babysitter or she'll be and like not flexible with scheduling and all that stuff so she tells her not to tell the employers that she's pregnant and um she's like yeah just don't bring it up in conversation (laughs) and and so she makes her wear this pea coat and she like buttons it and it's obvious. It looks like one of those like beach balls is in her stomach. Oh my god! And and she's like, "Does it? Can you tell? Does it look like?" A <laughs> and the aunt's like, "No, you can't tell. It just looks like you're a little chunky." And I was like, "Um, she definitely looks <laughs> pregnant, like one hundred percent." Because Savon is a pretty small person. Like her arms are pretty skinny. Her face didn't gain any weight, mm-hmm. and she has this huge bump coming out of her stomach. But. She goes around looking for jobs, and um, you see her getting applications and filling filling them out, and they never ask or they never have that conversation with the employer, so she never tells them. But is it a it's, non- I think it's illegal? Yeah, it's like illegal to ask. But she was one hundred percent obviously pregnant. You can't you can't not hire someone on the account that they're pregnant, right? But however. It's it's like a one percent chance that you'll get hired if you're pregnant for obvious reasons. Because you're gonna you're about have to, to go into labor, right? You're going into labor. You're going to have to take a maternity leave yeah. to stay with the kid. You're going to have to look for child services, yeah. and if it's a full time job, then they're going to have to pay for that insurance, right? So it's, it's yeah, like it's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, but she but she's applying to places like a pizza restaurant and. Um, a guitar shop and she really wants to work at the music shop because she wants to be a singer songwriter so and the guy there the boss asks her what she's looking for in a job and it's funny because he's kind of looking her up and down like he's looking at the belly looking at her face (laughs) at her belly and she just says i'm looking for something relaxing okay (laughs) so yeah okay so relax skipping ahead she's talking like i was saying before she's not prepared for the baby still at this point no um, she's due any day now. She says to her friend, yeah, every night I pray that tonight's not the night because I am not prepared. I'm just like, you have had like, nine months. Get prepared and she's not already. Doing anything else. She's already started her online classes and she's falling behind in those. Um, because she'd rather spend time with Maui when he's there. Not that he's keeping her from doing it, but. I bet know, it's like them. a nice little change of of her reality to have him around yeah exactly like a peaceful it's, escape and i bet she feels lonely and kind of abandoned, abandoned because the uh baby's dad left so yeah so um she goes into detail about how she had such a horrible experience with sex and you can it looks like she's just about to start crying at any moment and she talks about how she chose the wrong person and she says she would not care if she never had sex again and that whole scene was just so sad to watch because obviously she, this has been a very hard thing for her to deal with. But the fact that it's ruined, you know, so many aspects of her life forever and she's so not optimistic about the future is really sad. It is a horrible situation. Like, I'm pretty sure she's scarred and probably going to be for right. some time until she can work through that. But it seems like she has a good guy by her side yeah. to help her through. Well, just wait. So, um, <laughs> she's still pregnant at this point, and Maui and Savon sit down with her aunt, and, um, 
her aunts basically, so what's what's your plan for the baby? And Maui, how are you planning? What's What do you think your role is going to be in the baby's life? And both Savant and Maui are just, oh, we don't have a plan really. We're just going to go day by day, um, see how the relationship goes. Yeah, basically 100% no plan. We're going to wing it. Yeah. We're going to wing this baby. That is exactly what they said. <laughs> I mean, still at this point, they don't have any diapers or anything or any plan about what they're going to do with the relationship. They've never even talked about their relationship and what they're going to do. It's so strange to me. The beauty but, of and the aunt's just like, I don't think you guys will last. <laughs> like, well, she's honest. Um, so the aunt is, she kind of came to the realization that Savon's not going to get a job before the baby's born because she's due any moment. And um, so she's willing to help, but she wants to be paid back. Um, at this point, Savon's grades are still suffering. Um, but she's going out bowling with, uh, Maui and the whole thing. But then the next day her and Maui have a talk and they're talking about sex and she's telling him how traumatized she is and how she doesn't think she'll ever have sex again. And he's like, um, what? Like ever? <laughs> like not even eventually? That's he's- a natural response, I imagine. Yeah. And... It, for To me, I mean, obviously, this is a very sensitive topic, and she is traumatized, but she's like, is she? do you think she's punishing Maui by saying, yeah, we're never going to have sex, ever? Not at all. I think she is in a state of shock. Yeah. Because she's in a horrible situation right now that she is dealing with, yeah. and the oncoming, you know, idea of bringing a baby into this world with a dad that wants nothing to do with her. Yeah. She's not... She doesn't have her parents in her life. She doesn't have a job. Like, I... Sex would probably be the last thing on my mind, too. Right. Well, yeah. But he, again, he's a freshman in college athlete. And he's like, man, I've just been giving up so much for nine months. Like, it's kind of like a waste of time at that point if you never think it's going anywhere. Well, I would say so as well. (sighs) Yeah. Anyway, so she has the baby, but it's the middle of an ice storm, so an ambulance has to come and pick her up. The aunt can't get into the state because she had been out of town, and because of the ice storm, she couldn't travel into the state. Maui's away at college, so the cousin um, is at the hospital with her. Um, The she goes in to labor immediately. She gets epidural right when she gets there. Comes out. She didn't scream or anything during the delivery. I was like, wow, that was one of the easiest deliveries I've ever, like, watched. And uh, it seemed relatively simple. Um, she and then, seems super laid back. Yeah, she even just through like, pregnancy. Yeah, like, I whatever. mean, well, she was sitting on the couch having these contractions and you couldn't even tell. You know how, like, most of them are like, ah, I feel like I need to poop. Right. And, like, all of a sudden, she's like, oh, like, it's kind of crampy. Oh, and, and then the next thing you know, she's holding the baby. Um and she texts the baby daddy. He doesn't respond. Um, she hasn't called Maui at this point. She waits until she gets home um, to contact Maui. But even after a few weeks, she just doesn't feel comfortable. So they don't aren't haven't really been talking at all. Um, but eventually he comes over and she just ends it. She says, I need to focus on being a mom. I can't be a full-time mom and a full-time girlfriend. Um, and I think it really hit her that he's not the baby daddy and that made her really uncomfortable. But at the same time, when she first came home with the baby, she had no clue what to do. Like she was changing the diaper by herself and the aunt like wasn't around when she was figuring all this stuff out. She had no clue what to do. She didn't really know. She was just like, I don't know. It was just like a look of panic on her face and she's up all night with the baby. They're sleeping in the same bed. 
um, the baby's like sleeping on top of her chest and the whole thing. And uh, she obviously just, she didn't do any planning ahead of time, no parenting like classes or lessons or anything like that. And now she's breaking up with Maui and he's just like, I can't even say anything at this point. You've already made yourself pretty clear. And I feel like if I had known this was going to happen immediately after you had the baby, I probably wouldn't have wasted any, either of our times, the nine months of pregnancy. Yeah. Well, I could see how he probably felt like he was done wrong. Yeah. You know, because, but at the same time, like, who knows what's going through her mind? Like, this kind of seems like a little bit of depression, too. Yeah. Like, in addition to her realizing what her priorities are, it seems like she's depressed right. and kind of pushing people out of her life that care for her. She definitely is. She went on defense mode 100%. And even the aunt sits her down because she realizes this. And she tells her, I know you're holding something back from me. Like, you're not expressing your feelings. Um, And if you can't talk about it, it's not going to get any better. Because she was just like, I don't feel anything. So it obviously looked like she was becoming, you know, depressed in a sense, um, feeling overwhelmed um, and lonely. Exactly. I think lonely is probably the key word here. Yeah. Um, And, I mean, I don't know... Did she ever mention adoption? Well, she had mentioned um, abortion in the beginning of the episode, but she decided she couldn't afford it. So um, she decided to keep it. She mm-hmm. never mentioned adoption. Um, and I don't know. I felt like she just felt responsible for it. But at the same time, she was very laid back about it. After she couldn't afford an abortion, she was just, okay, this is happening. The whole episode, she was pretty chill chill like nothing ever really happened even the breakup wasn't dramatic at all she's just like okay i gotta be a mom yeah. it's very low key i definitely think she's very sad about it and very lonely um but at the end the aunt uh, agrees to watch the baby only for a couple of hours and um so they've been broken maui and savannah have been broken up this whole time but they decide to meet up and um, she reveals that she got a job at a pizza uh, restaurant. She says she's been eating pizza every night. And um, he's and Maui is really encouraging. He's because she's complaining. Well, not complaining, but just kind of venting. I think because she doesn't really have anyone to talk to. She's saying you get to play college football. Um, I'll never have the opportunity to play college sports because I won't have time. All this stuff and being a mom, I won't be able to ever be a college athlete. All this stuff. And he's just like, if you really want to do it, you can do whatever you want. You'll figure out a way to make it happen. Um, you know, he's just being very encouraging, even despite the fact that she dumped him. I think he saw this whole thing. And um, and she says, I'm really glad that we can be friends. And he was, he said, you have no choice but to be my friend. I'll Aww, always be around. Molly. It was so cute. So sweet. They'll he's probably, really sweet. They'll probably end up. He's really cute, too. I was like, okay, well, if he's a college athlete, I feel like he probably had some, I don't know. But he options. Was sticking, yeah, he was he sticking like around. He should have options. Yeah. seems like he has his head on his shoulders. a great guy. Hopefully, well, maybe she'll come around, come yeah. to her. So at the end of the episode, so she's obvi- doing like all the other 16 and pregnant girls do and saying they wish they had waited, they wish they had used birth control. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Um, But she's also performing. You, she see her at, um, I guess it's like a small lounge or something. She's playing the piano and singing and um, still working. 
having trying to get through classes and go to college still. So it looks like it ended on a high note. Her and Maui are friends. I really hope they end up together. You know, that seems like a more positive ending than the ones that we see, see normally. Because yeah. usually we we don't get to see what happens in right. their life post-baby. But for her to kind of go out there and, and, and pursue it you yeah. know, full force after the baby, is it seems like a good sign. Yeah. And I really hope that her and Maui can, you know. Work it out. Work it out. And that he sticks around because I really like him. We'll call him. Yeah. Give him a call. He, and- she needs to be with Savon. <laughs> and Eden. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we had two episodes this week. That was a lot. That was, that was a, a lot. lot of pregnancy and a lot of stuff going on a there. A lot of information there. Yeah. Well, Tiffany, where can the people find you? You can find me at on Twitter at Tiff's Tweets. That's with T-I-F-F-Z-T-W-E-E-T-Z. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sterling Cates. And we have two more episodes for you next week, and we think those might be the finale. We'll double-check that for we'll you guys. Check. But thanks for tuning in. Later. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 